after the interview, I've got a story to tell Steve, and you might want to stick around. It's a, it's a good one. Yeah, so, cool. uh, but take it away. Here's Steve Gonzalez. Good morning. How are you doing today, Steve? Great. How are you doing? Absolutely fantastic. Got to tell you, man, I totally believe in ghosts. Awesome. I live with ghosts. I believe that even when we speak uh, 24-7, those, those visitors from a different generation are sitting in this room with me. Do you feel the same way about your life as well? Um, sometimes I do. I, I don't necessarily feel like they're uh, with me, like coming with me home or, or following me around in my daily life. But I do feel like there are times when I'm in places and there are quite a few other presences there with me yeah absolutely do they gather together or is it a one-man journey or a one-woman adventure that's a great question i think it can be a combination of of both i i, I see evidence that there is a, a you know you see that singular apparition you hear that singular voice but there are also times when you hear uh, what sounds like conversations and yes. multiple people and, and a ballroom type of scenario with a whole, uh, you could picture a whole dinner party happening. Uh, and that could be that there's a whole scenario of people gathering where it has been uh, trapped in time somehow. So, yeah, I, I think so. You know, you bring up a very interesting point, Steve, in the way that there are times that I will just sit here and turn off everything that's digital in my house because I'm listening to what's going on. And I swear I hear music. I'll step outside to see if it's outside. Not there. Go back into where my writing area. I hear music. I don't understand it. Yeah, that I mean, it could be coming. It's quite funny that you, you say that because we've done a lot of experiments with frequencies, and we have noticed uh, through that uh, we have these uh, spectrum analyzers uh, that will pinpoint where the frequency. Excuse me, what sound is traveling on what frequency? And we have noticed that there are some frequencies that uh, what we call EVPs, uh, and there is also another phenomena called disembodied voices and sounds that these frequencies uh, tend to carry uh, those types of uh, sounds more than others. And maybe uh, your ear somehow is, is picking in on, uh, tuning in on that frequency, uh, where sometimes others it doesn't, who knows? But uh, the fact that it tends to be frequency-based uh, means you, you could likely tune into it when you don't even uh, realize that you are. Yeah. The book we're talking about is A Life with Ghosts. You bring up something I've never heard of before, and that is disembodied voice. What is that? And and, and how does one know if, if they're connected with it? A, a disembodied voice or sound is just what it kind of, uh, just what it sounds like. Honestly, uh, a voice or a sound without uh, any uh, body or a catalyst for it. So if you're thinking of disembodied voice, you're hearing a voice without the catalyst, meaning without the body. It's mm. just a voice coming out of thin air. Same with the sound. You hear the sound of a, a horse and carriage. Uh, you hear the sound, but the, the mechanism of it isn't there. What's creating the sound? Uh, so that would be a disembodied voice. You've probably heard EVP, electronic voice phenomena. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing, uh, but that's just captured through the electronics uh, and not necessarily heard with your ears. Did you hear any sounds while you were putting these paragraphs together? Because, I mean, I almost feel like that somebody was tapping on your shoulder saying, hey, don't forget this, Steve. Don't forget this. <laughs> um, you know, uh, well, proverbially, uh, yeah. You know, there were times it's like, hey, don't forget this story. You know, your own sort of internal muse. Uh, but there were no, uh, you know, ghostly uh, beings around me giving me any ad uh, writing advice. That would be actually... Pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, new 
term uh, ghostwriter, right? A new uh, meaning to that word. So do you think that ghosts are or spirits are friendly? Because, I mean, Hollywood has really painted this picture of how evil they are. But yet I, I feel like that they, it's just a continuation, a conversation, or maybe just a, a, a jolt of energy that's that's been here for a while. And I happen to walk through it. Yeah, that's a great observation. Um, you seem pretty tuned in to, to these experiences, which is really awesome. Um, but I think uh, very much that same way. Uh, they are in, in uh, life as they are in death. You know, if the person was a little more jovial when they're alive, you are seeing that kind of phenomena in the haunting. And if uh, they were a bit of a, a sour person when they were alive, it seems like the phenomena follows suit um but then you have those inherently kind of evil type of hauntings that you come across where a lot of people may call them a demon yeah uh, but that might also just be somebody who was a, a complete you know butthead when they were alive <laughs> <laughs> these paranormals do you see them as being former humans or is it possible they're aliens they're from a different area of the universe Another great question. Uh, what's interesting is, is the more I dive into physics and, and particle physics especially, um, the more that uh, when I talk to physicists, uh, all of them believe in other dimensions. You know, none of them believe in ghosts and the paranormal. But uh, Well, they believe in the paranormal, but they do believe that there will be a scientific explanation eventually for what we think is paranormal. Um, so... Uh, that uh, being said, uh, they do believe that if it is possible, a lot of what we are experiencing could be uh, from other dimensions and not necessarily uh, haunting as we think of it, that uh, these beings, whether it be uh, sound waves, light waves, uh, are coming from other dimensions and not necessarily here from Earth. So uh, could that be, uh, that would definitely be alien to us. So an alien for sure. Um, but I'm not sure about an outer space alien, although obviously possible if you believe in ghosts. Uh, why couldn't you believe in that? You know? Wow. Good point. Good point. So is there something in the soil that attracts the paranormal? Because it always seems like, you know, it, it, it's in a certain area where things are starting to happen. But it's, I mean, here, I believe it's in the rocks, in, in this forest in South Charlotte, North Carolina. There are stories in these rocks and there's something living in these rocks. When it comes to, uh, yes, there are theories and uh, even uh, theories that have a lot of uh, scientific uh, backing. And, and that would be that large mineral deposits, whether it be limestone, quartz, mm -hmm. uh, can hold and retain energy and at times even play them back. Uh, the physicists that I have talked to have told me that in order for it to be played back, there needs to be some sort of uh, cataclysmic event whether it be an explosion or a little earthquake mm, or mm. some sort of gas pocket, uh, and then the energy can can play back or be released. So that is all uh, definitely possible. And as we talk to, to scientists more, we find that uh, it even has some scientific backing. So anytime in the paranormal world, of theory, uh, we get uh, really, really excited. Wow. So, Bill, what is your your haunting story? Okay, it was uh, when we first moved into our old house back in uh, 2013. Um, we were doing a lot of construction in it. I was, you know, ripping down floors and walls and all kinds of stuff. 
And um, I was working late at night because I was, you know, working my regular radio job during the day. And then I'd have to go and work on it at night. And Tammy was, was pregnant with, uh, with Gavin. She was due to actually, I think she already just had him. So he was, he was just born. So I had to get the house done quickly and a lot of banging and everything. And I would notice just like little weird things would happen. The lights would, would flicker on and off, or I would hear like weird, you know, uh, noises or banging back or whatever. And, um, so I, I asked the neighbors next door, were you, I'm sorry if I was making too much noise. I was, you know, cause they were all townhouses they were all connected. I said, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry you, you were, I heard you banging back last night and they're like, we weren't banging back. <laughs> oh. We didn't hear it. We didn't hear a thing. We didn't hear one thing. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so now fast forward, I'm going to, you know, there was a lot of weird things going on in the lights. Uh, we had a, a hi hat changing colors and we have our dog at the time. Zach was, was barking at different things things and yeah but that we didn't think about wow. now fast forward wait a second this is fast forward to um we, we we had a um we had a show to do we had like uh this uh dance freestyle uh um 80s uh thing to dj so we had one of my co-workers um come in and babysit gavin he was you know again only a few months old and she came with her daughter and again, still the house was still in some kind of, you know, disarray because it was still under construction a little bit. So we left, we went to go do the show and uh, we came back and, uh, you know, they left and, and um, Tammy was at the top of the stairs and um, I took Zach out for a walk and I came back and she said, uh, you know, what did you say? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't, what do you mean? What did I say? She's like, you just called me. I was like, I didn't call you. I was just out walking the dog, you know? So now, so now fast forward to Monday, this was Saturday night, early Sunday morning. Fast forward to Monday, I see my coworker at work and she tells me that, um, you know, while they were watching Gavin, um, her daughter was in the kitchen and she heard her mom call her from the living room. So she went in and she's like, yeah, what's up? It's like, I, I didn't call you. Oh yeah. But oh. she heard her name being called. <laughs> so then, okay. So then they sat down and they went to get up and they couldn't get up. Yeah. They oh. felt like they were being held down by their, by their ankles and they couldn't oh. get up. And Zach started barking, of course, as always or whatever. So, uh, oh, and then they said that there was um, a weird smell Ooh. in the dining room, um, almost like a like a chemical type of smell or whatever. So, okay, all right, okay. <clears throat> so now, fast forward, maybe another week or two, we're talking to our other neighbor on the other side. Well, it turns out that the guy that used to live in her unit killed himself oh, in the in the dining room by drinking antifreeze. Oh, oh, oh. oh God. <laughs> that was the smell that they smelled in oh, the dining that room. Like terrible. Oh yeah. my God. Oh my so, God. So the chemicals. Wow. The we chemicals didn't know smell. anything about yep. We didn't know anything huh. about any of this. And she and she didn't know anything about any of this, you know, the, my my coworker. So it all kind of like fit together at this point where, okay. 
somebody died next door. Wow. And he was, he was very, very odd, very odd person too, from what I understand. In fact, the SWAT team came once uh. for him. <laughs> Yeah, this was years, years ago. So, but anyway, I don't know the whole story about that, but that was pretty much it. That's when we realized, okay, wow, all these things were not, um, were not just things that happened. It it must be for a reason. And he's here. Once we stopped the construction and making all the noise and everything, it for the most part stopped. 